It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. And joining us now, we have Dr. Innes Kluter from Kingsway Vet Centre. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Beck. How are you guys? Yeah, we're very good. And look, right now, if you do have any pet-related questions, get them through 0429-985-985. But before we get to any of anything pet-related, uh, we were talking last hour about when you had to jump off a plane for whatever reason because two planes actually collided in the US mm. uh, on the tarmac. You had to get off a plane. Why? Uh, well, we couldn't get off the plane. That was the big problem. So uh, this plane that we we still lived in the UK at that point, and we flew from London Heathrow to uh, Joburg, and we end up where the toilet got blocked, and it the, co- the <laughs> contents the contents of the toilet overflowed, <gasps> and it went into the carpets. Oh. So you know those little funny socks they give you on the air. Oh. <laughs> Was it just the back few seats? It was the back. Sort of say the back uh, four rows, five oh, rows. Did they had to move everyone? They they moved it, but the plane was full, so some of them had to go to like business class. And, but uh, the whiff, the whiff, oh. the whiff lingered. The whiff lingered for <laughs> no. about eight, nine hours of that 12-hour oh. flight. The whiff lingered around. And uh, when you walked in the back, it was slush, slush, slush. Oh. <laughs> you walk in those thick pile carpets for extra luxury, yeah. but that's actually like a sponge for water. That's so <laughs> gross. Okay, that's let's, gross. let's get on to the animals. <laughs> yes. We are talking about mm. seasonal pet care, of course. Yeah. We are in winter, mm. so we're going to be talking about that. So how do we care for our pets in winter? Okay, so there's a few things that you can do. Luckily, we live in Perth, so... Irrespective of us feeling the cold at the mo- mornings at the moment, it's not that bad. We don't yeah. have snow and we don't have the problems they have that we had in the UK where they put like minerals and salts and all sorts of chemicals to dissolve the snow. So we don't have that there. But what you can do is the first thing is not to groom your, your dog, your long haired dogs or your long haired cats this time of the year. Um, it's probably a good idea to just hang on for six weeks or so and get through the coldest parts of the day, of the year. And if you do have to groom them, say matted and that sort of thing, get them one of those quick, cute little nana knitted no. sort of jumpers. So you, <laughs> you're <laughs> saying yes to those? Yeah, you can. You can. They I, look yeah, good. Does actually help? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. I often on those mornings when those little dogs come in with those jumpers, stick my hands in underneath it <laughs> nice while I'm talking warm. to the owners. <laughs> it's nice and warm. It's like a fleecy sort of inside, so it's nice uh, and warm. Um, together with that is, uh, especially for your more senior dogs and cats, make sure they've got a comfy bed, yep. a bed that's not outside, that's not standing in a draft or in front of a cold window, that sort of thing. Um, make sure they've got access to um, uh, some comforts, put some extra bedding in there, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, really important with older animals. Um, this is a time of the year where underlying arthritis and joint issues and those sort of issues can come to the forefront. Right. I am getting to that age where I'm starting to feel those issues <laughs> come to the <laughs> forefront. But anyway, so dogs, the dogs with low-grade arthritis can now start showing a bit of limping, just getting a bit stiff when they get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's really worthwhile having your vet checked out, your, especially your dogs that you can see, but also your older cats because they are 
absolute magicians in hiding symptoms. Right. Oh. Very subtle symptoms, especially in cats. Dogs tend to show it to you, but cats can hide and do all sorts of funny things. So it's worthwhile just having it checked out if you're worried about it. Make sure your dogs are dried off when you come back from a, from a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, if they've been out on the, um, you know, in a bit of misty rain that yeah, sort my, of thing my dog comes in I'm like why are you wet because mm. we're going out and sticking his head it. through the bushes to bark <laughs> at the other dogs absolutely and one thing that goes with that is don't forget dogs still need to exercise in winter as well yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah it's not nice getting up that time of the morning or in the <laughs> afternoon but it is that's necessary. why you buy a treadmill. If you do have any questions for Dr. Innes, now's the time to text them in. 0429-985-985. We're going to keep talking seasonal pet care coming up next. Quick question on the text line. I got my cat an unscented wheat bag for under her blanket. Is there anything I should know before using it, Dr. Innes? Uh, I think... That should be fine to use. The only thing I would really just think about twice is how warm you're actually going to make it because these heat bags, it's the same with us. If it's not properly distributed or you put it in the microwave for too long, Mm. it will have these hot batches, Ah. which probably is not that that great for them. You can get specific um, heat pads for for cats and dogs, and it's uh, got these sort of... Well, just don't give it to a Labrador because we'll probably eat it, but it's one of these like polystyrene ball type uh, things yeah. right. where it uses its own heat and it doesn't get warmer than the heat that actually oh, goes into that's it. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that might be an, an option. Um, and you can, if you've got, you get some specific orthopedic beds for dogs. That's right. actually got a heating element in it. And it's only battery Fancy. powered. So if the dog chews on it, it's not going to. With mm-hmm. the wheat bag or something similar, what temperature is it the same? Like if it's too hot for us, it's too hot for them? Absolutely. Okay. So a, a way to do it is if, it, like you do a baby's bottle, you know, the milk on, on the, on the yeah. wrist. If it's too warm for that, it's not a good idea to put it under any right. living creature. So, yeah, I would probably say sort of early 30s, high 20s, early 30s, okay. so, um, something. Is the internal body temperature of cats and dogs different to that of humans? Absolutely. So the normal temperature for dogs is between 37.9 and 38.9. Okay. And cats slightly higher. Cats can go to about 39.2. And it all depends on individual variation, but that's the standard sort of range that we're looking at. How would you know if your pet had a temperature? What what symptoms? Stop eating, lethargic. Owners often come in and say, my cats or my dog's ears feel warm um, and they pant. Cats won't pant, but dogs would pant. So in like heat stroke where they go easily over 40, Mm. that's the sort of things to watch out for is they're panting and then feeling hot and then not eating, not drinking. That's and then you get the thermometer and put it under there. <laughs> no, no, no. No, Jazeel, we, we look to the other side to get the thermometer in. <laughs> yes. yeah, on the other side of things, how do you know then if their temperature is too low, if they're too cold? Okay, so shivering, hiding, cats will hide, huh? and dogs will whine, and they constantly want to curl up in a little ball, um, and the extremities will feel cold. So the paws, the ears, the tail, mm. um, the nose would feel cold. And I'm talking about cold. Yeah. Right. So the body's response is always to keep the core as close to normal temperature as what it is. And it will redirect warm blood away from those, from the extremities to get to the center. Right. Mm. Cats yeah. don't help us, do they? Though? Like they go and hide. Great. Yeah. yeah. How, am I, gonna, how yeah. am I going to help you? It's, <laughs> and this is what I said earlier about the arthritis is cats got all these very subtle s- symptoms. 
and owners that's really switch on will notice the changes. But if you if if it's just a moggy cat that's just sort of hanging around your house, it's difficult for someone that's not switched on to know mm. exactly what the symptoms are. Uh, look, it's been freezing the last few days, morning wise. Can you keep your if it's an outside dog? Is it okay just to keep them out there? You can't throw your dog dog out there now because you're angry with it and let it sleep outside <laughs> in the winter and it's not been used to it. Right. Because dogs will adapt. Yeah. They yeah. will grow the fur to <clears throat> excuse me to live outside and make sure that they've got a nice enclosed kennel. Um, make sure they've got enough bedding in there. And um, yeah, you just need to make sure that those dogs are used to it. You can't just overnight over cold the weather. Mm. Nothing wrong with a dog living outside yep. if it's used to living outside. But not just like on the random. No, occasion. not just yeah. when you're angry at it. No. <laughs> I would never be angry at my dog. No. He's the best. Love you, Fergus. I'm sure he is. It's like Giselle's chicken. They are chickens. They are just oh. the best. Uh, <laughs> I look after them, I tell you. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> oh, Dr. Innes Clutter from Kingsway Vet Centre. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We really hope you enjoyed that chat. It has been Sunshine's Beck and Gazeel. I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It was good. Left a nice taste in my mouth. We'll see you from three.